we are not again working for the prisoners we are working only for the children and the reintegrate with the reformed person with their children yeah we are we want to reduce the crime rate by way of supporting the children even reoffending rate will be reduced if a child is taken care well and the child is doing better and the father will do better in the prison stick your neck out the weekly podcast of the giraffe heroes foundation the primary purpose of a prison sentence or any form of disposal is to punish the offender however a prison sentence can also have punitive consequences for families outside prison prisoners families particularly their children are often termed the innocent victims of crime and punishment it is difficult to predict how a child will fare when a parent is intermittently or continuously incarcerated and research findings on these children's risk factors are mixed when parents are incarcerated their children are punished too this is the podcast to restore your faith in humanity welcome to stick your neck out my name is Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona Today I'm talking to Kantari alumni K.R. Raja. He is the founder of Global Network for Equality, an organization that advocates for the rights of long-term prisoners on the one hand, but also cares for the children and relatives of the inmates. Welcome, Raja. Thank you, Amifar, for this great introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot, Raja. Children whose parents are involved in the criminal justice system in particular face a host of challenges and difficulties. Mm. They witness a wide range of problems. Can we talk about the specific effects of incarceration on a family, the stigma of a crime you didn't commit? So the children of prisoners are most neglected and uh, they are invisible victims of crime. In our viewpoint, we see them as invisible victims. and also they are the secondary victims of uh, crime uh, basically the children are not recorded uh, in india or any other country nowhere we can find the statistics of how many children uh, have their parents in prison because there is no record maintained in the government or in other judicial agency nowhere they have maintained like this data if we want to know about a child who has a father or mother in the prison we have to go to prison and meet the incarcerated father to enquire about whether do you have children and where are they when you are arrested can you give me their details something address or something then i can able to reach out them and help them this is the scenario in particular if i want to give a clear idea about this children due to domestic dispute between a couple married couple if a husband beats his wife for some reason of out of angry or sudden provocation or under influence of alcohol if sometime he beats his wife and she fall down and die suddenly it is unfortunate uh, uh, occurrence in the family but most in most cases the children are eye witness of such crime the children do not know what is happening between father and mother suddenly father hits the mother and mother fall down and uh, fell down and then uh, suddenly something uh, new things uh, a chaotic uh, situation happened the children saw everything and they become traumatized and suddenly the mother taken away to uh, cremation and the father taken away by the police 
the children are most traumatized condition and they are separated from the parents suddenly and in some cases the children are relocated from the place where they lived with their parents suddenly they have to shift to their grandparents or someone else their near relatives to take care of the children so in this condition the sudden separation from the parents itself is a most depressing condition for the children yeah they may not know what is going on and they are they feel insecure most children are having sleep disturbance and they become depressed when they go out in the street every other children their fellow peer groups have uh, parents their father and mother but the children deprived of parental care and suddenly their guardianship shifted to their original parents to someone else who are grandparents maybe grandparents or uncle auntie uh, because india is very well known for family bondage the family structure but suddenly all of sudden everything is broken and these children are facing numerous problem and they may tend to drop out from school are shifting from one school to another school maybe they may not have a chance to go to school at all because the grandparents or other relatives may not feel to give all the support because they they have their own regular routine responsibility for their families for their living suddenly these children are additional burden for them how they 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 did not plan for taking care of the children suddenly the children have to be taken care so financially they have to plan and all other psychological aspect also have to be look into it and nobody is there to facilitate but the prisoner or the person who commit the crime or are charged on crime he has given a food and shelter even though it is a prison or a shell it's behind the bar but he has something to stay but the children do not have where to go so this is the condition primarily yeah, you are totally right they are really alone yes we see the same narrative actually play out for children of incarcerated parents that the children will follow the footsteps of their parents what is your vision of changing this narrative this is a very important question uh, even many of my friends and people around me I used to ask me this question i have re- a strong reply for them that education can only change the life of the person uh, education can empower anyone so what we do from uh, our organization global network for equality uh, we do uh, provide educational support for children particularly if a child has uh, no good environment for their studies then we will get the consent of the guardian whoever is the guardian maybe grandparents or uncle or someone else maybe they are legally they are the guardian next guardian for after the parents so we go to the uh, go to the place and meet the family and if there is no good circumstance for the child we convince the guardian that the children should be given residential care and support like residential school so we will identify the best school residential school that school may require fees monthly fees or annual fees but we will arrange it and we will ensure that the legal guardian convinced about the facility available in the school so then these children will be placed in the residential school if the resident if the guardian has a good infrastructure like circumstance the good living environment we will not separate the children from their legal guardian we will place the children 
as they live with the guardian we will support their educational alone like paying the school fees uh, book fees all other educational expenses can be taken care if their guardian is not in a position to take care of it that sounds like a wonderful project but before we go deeper i still have a question how can families broach the subject of parental imprisonment with children yeah the family is broken actually many of the family members and others are really do not know the legal system how the judiciary handling the crime particularly and uh, what is the punishment is going to be given for that person whether the uh, accused person will stay for a long in the prison or whether he may have a chance to come out of the prison if he is reformed all these things are question in the family and the society has again a stigmatizing uh, situation that the family is outcasted from the mainstream society once the crime happen everybody says that this in this family only this crime happen so this family is a dangerous family the children may have the uh, the heritage like a, a inherent uh, thinking of criminal thinking because the father is the criminal and he become a, a criminal and sent to prison so the ch- child or also will become a criminal like that thoughts will come in the society so the peer groups are not mingling with these children so we break them that by placing the children with a good educational support the children also these children also attending schools as like other children so automatically their their thinking will change i mean the neighbors and the society will change that okay this child is not like that so we thought this child may become a criminal but this child is going to school someone is helping so we need not to bother about, worry about the children also become a criminal like that so we change the attitude of the society and the family also given confidence through our support usually what happened once a crime happened the father sent to prison and mother died and the children left abandoned the immediate next guardian have to undertake all the responsibility as their father and mother so they feel burden and they do not know how to handle because they sometimes feel some legal issues arise if they take care of the child in for example in one one incident the younger sisters died out of domestic crime the younger sisters husband taken to jail the child taken care by the elder sister the elder sister is willing to give all the support to the children but again she has a question whether there will be in the future there will be a problem from their original father i mean the imprisoned father when he comes out he may ask give me my children back i am i have come out from prison like that problem will come, uh, arise so she hesitates whether am i go uh, am i eligible to give support or not then we said whatever it may be the care and support is first for most important for the child definitely you give the support and take care of the child the rest of the problem we will handle it according to the situation but nothing will harm because giving support and taking care of someone's need will not give adverse effect on you it will rather it will give good impact on you the child will recognize your support the father also in future may appreciate you rather cursing you he will appreciate i was in the prison for this many years you are the only uh, person to take care of them 
my children so he may convey the gratitudes why do you take negatively think the father will snatch away the children from you rather he will appreciate and honor you like that you think don't think about the future in negatively think about positive that's really important so the encouragement and the idea legal opinion is far most important for the guardians and the children also through that the children will have a safe environment exactly like you said it's really important to think about the children speaking of which raja a few years back you founded the organization global network for equality there are two sets of major problems that gne has identified and is working hard on to find solutions which problems are we talking about every day in our country uh, particularly in my state uh, we have like 38 districts the tamil nadu is a state one among the state in india in this state it is divided into 38 districts we have nine central jail in that state tamil nadu state alone uh, we have next kerala and andhra pradesh delhi punjab haryana so many uh, states are there in our state alone we have uh, nine central jail all the central jails have authorized accommodation of 1000 uh, uh, inmates but in our state it's overcrowded if authorized accommodation is 1000 means there are 1200 prisoners are in one prison that means the 200 prisoners are extra it's overcrowded now uh, the things are changing little bit but again it is uh, overcrowded in the state overall so every time crime occurs but immediate intervention is required what is the problem we uh, we are facing at the initial stage we need to know who is the prisoner children to identify this children we have to get access with the prison of course the prison department is not cooperating because they are thinking that we are against to them rather they they supposed to uh, welcome us to come and intervene for the children and their prisoner reforms and their support system all this they must welcome but rather what they do they feel that we are coming and working against them we are against the government not at all we are not encouraging That's the crime difficult. yeah we are we want to reduce the crime rate by way of supporting the children even reoffending rate will be reduced if a child is taken care well and the child is doing better and the father will do better in the prison he reforms yeah definitely he will reform because my child is going to be a doctor i should not still remain as a criminal he has to change himself so it is some way it's going to benefit the department and the government but they think that we are someone coming with the supporting the prisoner not like that so the identifying the children is the first foremost challenging issue for us for that the government and the prison department should open their doors to meet and interact with the prisoners and to collect some details about the children if at all we do any wrong to the children they may question us but for doing good things they are even not encouraging or supporting without support of the government even we are not asking any financial help but cooperation to work along with them yeah i think i think just if if the government just realized that uh, or recognize the work you are doing is is enough yes. for for you to keep going yes. so for that uh, we are we have to take a different steps that we need to have a legal uh, 
knowledge to work with the prisoners so we become a, a form of a legal fraternity have joined with us i mean some of the advocates have joined with me now and to work and improve our work in the sense to cooperate with the uh, get cooperation from the prison department we have to be a, an advocate before uh, that i was like a medical and psychiatric social worker i i just had a social work graduation now i for to do this work in effectively in collaboration with the department i have to acquire legal knowledge so i become i joined in law college and then i studied law now i become a lawyer now i know what is the limitation of the present department what is my capacity to do how much i can do better beyond this limitation and that's really important yes that's really important you mentioned before one of the biggest challenges you have is to identify these children is there some more challenging aspects of your engagement and how do you manage to overcome them so to uh, to overcome this we have uh, other source of uh, uh, recognizing the children we have other way of uh, identifying the children we do everyday crime monitoring work whenever the crime reported from the first stage the crime reported and then the crime uh, will take place investigation after the investigation the court will conduct the trial and then punishment given and then the accused sent to prison in the meantime the the accused will be kept in the judicial custody this is the process of uh, a crime case but what we do when the crime occurred it will be reported in an, all the news media like in the daily printed media and other uh, social media the television media all these medias are reporting this crime that this this happened in this place in this time this will be reported from that stage itself we take a note of that uh, crime and then from there we try to identify the children and reach out the place when we reach out the society will think that we have some hidden agenda to reaching out the children they are not trusting initially that we are coming for supporting the children they think yeah it's also understandable no? yes this people coming with some they may be child traffickers they think that we are child traffickers or we are going to uh, take away the children from that location to somewhere else like that the the society uh, did not trust us initial stage but now we have a track record what you have been done for the past 6 years we started from 2000 officially we started from 2012 but actually we have a uh, field level work have been initiated from 2014 because that la- next last two years was ground work the foundation we have done from 2012 to 14 but actual work started from 2014 so now it has been 6 years we have reached many more children and many children got educated and some children now got employment they are working Uh, in fact one of the prisoner's son whom we supported now he become a jail warder where his father was a convicted convicted prisoner for uh, some few years ago now that in the same prison the son of the convicted prisoner now he is working as a jail warder so this is the impact and uh, through our work have been achieved 
So now what happened? Now we have a track record. Now we have no challenge at all uh, in the sense in reaching out the children. After reaching out the children, we have to mobilize support for them, mobilizing financial support or educational support. For that, we need to have a collaboration with many educational institutions. The educational institution also sometimes hesitate to admit the children because they are thinking that the children have some devi deviant behavior. It will affect the other peer groups. So they are not willing to admit the children. But again, we ensure that the child do not have any uh, problem in, uh, in, with regards to their brought up. You can mold them as you want. They are fresh. They are not a criminal. They are just children, you know? Yes. That's exactly the point. You can't convict a child. Exactly this reminds me of Frederick Douglass, who said once, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Would you please explain what your thoughts are about this? It is exactly the same motto inspired us to do this work. No one born as a criminal. In fact, no person born as a criminal. And also, none of the mother wanted to uh, see their children in the future as a very famous criminal. No parents, no mother give birth for their child to become a famous criminal. Every mother desires their children to become a better person, best person in the world. Every mother's dreams like that only. But due to circumstance and other contributing factors, Some people, person deviates from their original life and to end up in a trouble and become a criminal and they land into the prison. So this is the thing. But to build the children, if we give better environment, conducive environment for every child, I think every child will become a talented person and extraordinary citizen and best people and we need to just feed them what we what they wanted i mean what they uh, want to become we need to identify their talents so we do this thing and we encourage the children to play well in the games whatever they are interested and now one of the girl uh, is undergoing a, a physical test for their uh, police examination see She has passed his written exam. Now he, she has to pass his physical test for the for becoming a police. That's great. Yeah, one of the son of the prisoner. Now he is working in a COVID laboratory, testing laboratory. He is a, he completed his MS, uh, MSc microbiology. Now he is working in a COVID testing lab lab as a, a scientist that's awesome he only identifies the whether this blood sample has a, a covid positive or negative he works in a crucial uh, job he feels proud that he can contribute to the society at this pandemic time by way of his knowledge and expertise and you should definitely be proud of being part of this effort raja how are you supporting the parent child connection i imagine sometimes there is a lot of anger or other strong emotions that need to be digested yes, and set yes. free. In, in the Tamil Nadu state prison, every prisoner has the uh, emergency parole, parole, like emergency leave from the prison. So every prisoner are entitled to get their uh, parole for three days 
for in a year three times like that is nine days totally altogether but this nine days splitted into three times and one time they can get six days parole so altogether a prisoner are entitled to get a 15 days leave from the prison they can come to their family and stay with their family and then return to the prison so this process many of the families do not know how to apply for availing this parole so we assist them and help them to process their application in a way what the prison department expect in such a way we draft the petition and help them to send the petition so such way that it is reaching the prison department and then the police will do the verification if at all the person the accused imprisoned person uh, granted bail, parole when he comes out whether he has a, a possibly possibility to commit a crime again or he has a good environment to return back to the prison on time after completion of that uh, leave time so all these things we assist the family and when the police comes they also give proper report so such way the prisoner avails the uh, 15 days leave from the prison when he comes with the family and stay with the family we talk to the family and the prisoner that your child is given this much care and support and you have to be a good man when you are going back to the prison and if you behave well in the prison you will get a premature release that means the pardoning the government may pardon his punishment and he may get the premature release that means uh, if he has to stay for 15 years in the prison if his behavior and everything over a period is a positively changing and uh, he does not commit any offense or violate any rule in the prison he may be considered for premature release by using the governor's power the burdening power so with that he may get the earlier release so we facilitate and help the families to connect with the stay connected with the prisoners and the family so this is the way we work with the prisoners and their families it worked well and the impact also very good impact yeah yeah i can imagine many many prisoners getting out of the prison on their good character and their behaviors are recognized by the officers and they are releasing them earlier before completing their term and in this time in this parole time you also have the chance to um like kind of do like like meetings with the family uh, yes. with the children and with the prisoner yes. to talk about whatever he or she did and to try to work on this yes, uh, topic yes. we invite the families to our office we have uh, we have been working in two central prison right now full focused manner that is palayam kottai is one of the central prison and the other central prison is madurai this two central prison is now uh, completely our focus we are working in this region we invite the parole uh, prisoner to come to our office and we meet the family together with the prisoner and their children and family members all of them together and we talk what we are doing why we are supporting the family is is our support is incentives for the crime or is to correctional theory to realize the correctional principles like if we support them the children will grow better it it autom- absolutely contributing the person's reformation 
so such it is not our support is not any way incentives or encouragement for the crime it is in fact uh, yes in fact it is uh, to reform the person to not to commit again a crime and also we are breaking the cycle of the crime intergenerational crime the child should not fall into the footstep of the father or mother whoever we are breaking the cycle no, that's right you are breaking the cycle yes. it also means you offer help and counseling for the time after prison i'm guessing it's a really difficult process how can your organization accompany the families when the parents got out when the prisoner comes out of the prison after completing our earlier release under the scheme if he is completely released from the prison he will come and initially there will be adjustmental problem because the modern technology is not familiar to the prisoner who has spent like 10 years 20 years in the prison at the time he may not seen a mobile phone now we have smartphone 2g 4g internet connection now we have in india 5g internet optical internet connection all this coming our so the prisoner do not know how what is our child doing when the child is maybe using mobile phone for study purpose or educational purpose this man will see my child what is uh, she is doing with the mission with the instrument so there will be like a conflict so we say that your child is studying engineering college she has a lot of project work and other educational work that's where it, the, the device is very important for their education purpose you don't mistake it so we we educate the father it is the for the development so similarly the father is somewhat like a, a old man a old thinking so we we see the children that your father need to be educated slowly not all of sudden he cannot adjust because he was in a systemic life in the prison it is a morning early morning 6 o'clock they serve breakfast but in outside family they are eating uh, they have breakfast at 8:30 sometime around 9 o'clock so it's all some differences and the financial and the dynamic is totally different yes and the lock up time also in the evening they lock up the prisoner at 6 o'clock he has to go to sleep in morning 5 o'clock they will uh, lock out so uh, all of things are different in the prison and the outside so we connect uh, we uh, uh, the other major issue was when a person got out of the prison he has to get employment nobody is willing to give job for a prisoner person who released from the prison after 10 years of imprisonment nobody trusting them as their human being and they are reformed they have no criminal record again all these things nobody trusting them are you once a prisoner you are always a prisoner yes so we are supporting them to set up a small scale business maybe by gifting them cattle like a cow or goat something that they can uh, take care of it the livestock all this we provide in some of them uh, some of the prisoner have uh, their uh, skill set from prison before going to prison he does not have any special skill once he landed in the prison he learned some skill like uh, hair cutting hair dressing so he knows the hair dressing 
a beautician in him. So when he comes out with the skill, we set up a small uh, hairdressing shop for him. So through that he get employment, his own employment. He need not go to someone else to give employment opportunity for him. He himself create revenue, income. For that also, for a customer to come and uh, uh, get uh, his hair dressed, they think this person was a prisoner. He may cut uh, our neck with a knife. <laughs> he will cut our lung. <laughs> like that, the thinking also was there. But again, we say mm. that this person have worked in the prison as a, uh, a hairdresser for more than 10 years. He never cut anyone's neck in the prison. If at all he cuts someone's neck in the prison, he may not uh, got this release. So he <laughs> yeah, reformed. That's, that's uh, why he never, he, he used the knife, but he never cut anyone's neck. He cut their hairs and beautified many, many persons. That's why he got marks and good marks and good behavior. He got the earlier release, so he will not cut your neck. You go and dress your hair and you feel how your hair looks. Like that we encourage. <laughs> and for that, I was a first customer in one of the shops. You see how, how he cuts my hair, all this. I'm not fearful to sit with him and talk to him. Like that we... Uh, also, again, after release, there are many, many issues to readjust with the society and uh, reintegrate with the society, mainstream society. It's all taboo and stigma. Yeah, the keywords here are taboo and stigma, and you are fighting against them. To the astonishment of many, you advocate for two marginalized groups who usually are not very well accepted in the Indian society. You focus your work on children of long-term inmates and the inmates themselves. How is life in prison? What happens to or with the inmates behind the bars? Yeah, in prison, many prisoners were abandoned by their family members. Once arrested for a crime, the family abandoned him or disowned him. Many, many prisoners have a psychological problem inside prison. Uh, the prisoner have the industry inside, but for to work in the industry, they have to have some kind of training. The training was not given in the prison. Only industries are there. But to train up the prisoner to work in the industry, there was no system inside the prison. And the psychologically disturbed prisoners need to be given medical attention like psychological counseling and uh, the mental health treatment facility should be available in the prison. It is not properly given. So the prisoner is also undergoing a lot of trauma after landing into the prison. He is suddenly separated from the family. He also have a lot of question, legal question. What is my offense? What I have committed? Because in many, many prisoners, I know some of them are fabricated cases. They are not real accused sometimes. Oh. They are not real accused. They are co-accused. Their contribution to the crime may be like a 3%. But they are also equally treated as accused number one, who has contributed 100%. 
if i am the uh, accused number 1 i am the prime accused i have friends like uh, 10 people whom i communicated before committing the crime mm-hmm. that person also put in this case because you know very well he has communicated before occurrence of the crime so you are also party to it like that many many other people also charged in this case those prisoners have tendency to commit suicide yes of course i mean inside the prison the suicide rate was high once uh, in uh, way back in 2012 before that every month at least two attempt suicide attempt because of psychological attention was not given properly and the prisoner are not engaged properly inside the prison when a person sitting idly inside the prison is mind automatically think negatively if i am engaged with the, some work activities i may not think negatively i am busy with my activities so the prison department should think about something like training the prisoners for a better psychological thinking it's interesting you mentioned the topic of inmate training because according to the law all inmates receive a salary for their work but you discover something else yes uh, it is one of the uh, famous case that i filed it is celebrated uh, judgment from our court uh, the prisoners were working in in the prison industry they were paid 100 rupees for their work means the prison department takes away from the source the income source itself they will take away 50 rupees for their maintenance like they are staying inside the prison eating the prison food and everything so the salary the wage they pay 100 rupees they take 50 rupees for their maintenance and remaining 50 rupees are left in the remaining 50 rupees they take 20 rupees for their victims compensation fund that means whoever affected by the crime they will be given compensation with that 20 percentage that 20 rupees and only 30 rupees were given to the prisoner as a wage but he is worked for 100 rupees but receiving only 30 rupees as wage the 70 rupees take away taken away without giving to him without his consent that's also a crime yeah they will not ask any consent that i am taking 50 rupees for your maintenance and 20 rupees for the victim they will not take consent they take away without any consent because they have framed their rule in such a way i challenged this rule that it is unconstitutional minimum wages act a person should be given minimum this much of wage in our country we have a central act minimum wages act that act says none of the employees wage deducted more than 50% you can take away the 50% for medical insurance or provident fund or pension scheme or any emergency you can take from the wage only 50% more than 50% if any single paisa taken from the wage it is unconstitutional it applies to the prisoner also So you filed a case and won? Yes, I filed a case against to challenge the uh, rule of the prison. 
and then it was uh, argued that it is a reasonable deduction like that the government argued but i said it is not reasonable it is unreasonable deduction how come you take 50% as maintenance if you take 50% you have to give what the consumer wants he may wants a good quality food would you provide mm-hmm. you provide that's a question that what is mentioned food allocated food you are providing only that for that you are taking 50 rupees means it is a paying pay and stay mm-hmm. if someone is not able to work inside the prison is not capable of working then how do you manage where do you get maintenance charge from such prisoner exactly yeah you will not get a maintenance charge only those who work you are taking 50% it is biased it is not reasonable deduction then the court termed that it is unconstitutional deduction go back and reframe your rule and come back with the uh, a new rule which is not a deduction of more than 50% if it is uh, 50% then the court may appreciate like that the order came out this order was celebrated throughout the country that it is one of the landmark judgment that prisoners have entitled to get a reasonable wage <laughs> and i imagine you became an unwanted in the prison systems <laughs> yes <laughs> yes but the prisoners the prison officials are not liking me but the prisoners overall their family and the society really appreciating the uh, issues brought before the court because unless otherwise we brought this issue nobody else can bring this issue to the court yeah that's right because nobody thinks the prisoner as a also human being prisoner also have a human being and they do have the rights nobody think about it no and that's a problem nobody thinks about it well i shall correct myself you are doing it i guess our listeners have a good picture now of how your organization the global network for equality is fighting for and what challenges you fight on your journey with often stigmatized children of incarcerated parents will you mind sharing to our listeners a bit more in detail how exactly you manage to support give us an example you hear about a child that is left behind in a poor shelter how does gne gets in action so whenever we come to know about a crime particularly the father arrested and mother died those cases or any other cases crime case if the fathers uh, if the parents sent to prison and the child is in need of care and support we identify from the basic record some kind of record it may be through newspaper or some other legal document we identify this crime happened and there may be children left without support so once it is identified we identify their addresses where they are located we zero down their living place then we make home visits directly to their living place we are not relying upon someone else information we go directly to the field and to see the child where they live without having any mediation of third party we go directly we saw 
we see and we assess the child how she is or he is doing the school is accessible or not what sort of support is required to continue their education whether it is a basic survival needs or it is educational needs like books and notebook uh, fees school fees the transport for the school there should be some private transport to be arranged for reaching out the school and back to home all this we assess and when we go and assess these things we also assess the psychological condition of the child how she feels about living in that location in that place how is she comfortable living with the guardian whether she feel uncomfortable with the guardian because some guardians may abuse her may be abusive of taking advantage of the child circumstance so we also ask whether your uncle your auntie your parent your guardian is kind enough to take care of you or as it scold you always what is your feeling we talk to individually to the child and also we identify the child's talent any talent special talent how she sleeps sleep pattern we assess we go with the weighing machine to uh, take the body measures of weight the child weight and height how much height she is underweight or whether she is malnutrient child or good health sound health all this basic minute things we assess in some children in some places they do not have toilet facility toilet facilities are not there if that is the case the child may go outside open defecation then she may be subjected to abuse of someone else mm-hmm. she may subjected to child abuse child trafficking so many things may happen so we we identify the basic living condition according to that we decide what sort of support will ensure the safety and security of the child so we record everything the family histories and everything collected what are the other kind of uh, support she may re- she may be able to receive how many other relatives are willing to support the child are they only one guardian or too many other guardians are uh, looking after the child what is their reality all this been recorded and we will prepare biography of each child profile for each child and based on the profile we decide what can be done exactly or what is real need for the child so then based on the profile we approach individual donor okay that sounds great so now after around 10 years well you said 6 since the idea of your organization was born how do you feel about it did you often have to change the approach or was it appreciated right away the way you imagined initially i had a thought of constructing a children's home where i can identify the children from their living place and bring the child to my place and keep them with me by providing accommodation food and shelter all the facility in one place and sending them to school nearby school and bringing back to my home and take care of them full fledged manner but again when i thought of this then i myself separating the children from mainstream society and showing that the children are prisoner children and taken care by me 
not by anyone else. I should not separate the child unless otherwise there is a dire need. If I take care of myself, then I will be having high busy schedule only to manage 10 to 15 children. I cannot reach out to many more children because I cannot expand my children's home to 100 children to 200, 500, 1000. I may not you, are able still, to. you are still one person. Yes. <laughs> I may have a, a team of people, but I, can expand, I cannot expand in six years to reach out many more children. But now, what I do, I do give responsibility to their guardian and facilitate the guardians to look after the child as I wanted. If I provide the same support, what I intend to do, the same work is done by the legal guardian. I facilitate them, I educate them that you have to care the child in this manner. I educate them, I empower them, the legal guardian. If I am not doing this, then all the responsibility are falling on my shoulder. I may not carry that much weight and I may succumb to overburden and I may not carry out what I wanted to do. So I, yeah, I have yeah, changed right. my approach to bring social responsibility to connecting many people, involving many people in this children's welfare. I'm not the single person to think all aspects of the child. I may be the facilitator. The legal guardian is to provide safety and security. I have arranged a financial support in order to Which ensure... Which is really important. Yes. The financial support. And I do monitoring work. Whether the finance support is going in a proper way. It's spent in a proper way. I invite them, the family, the legal guardian, to show me how much money or fund I have sent to the family, particular child, to take care of the particular child. How do you spend? Next time when I visit, when I make a home visit, I go with the same weighing machine and the height weigh, measuring tape and everything. I measure the same child. It, her weight, the physical weight improved. When I first time visited, the child was malnutrient. When I arranged financial support for their living, when I go next time, the child is not anymore malnutrient. She is physically strong. So the finance is utilized for their development, the child growth. So I monitor that development. And educational wise also the child is doing better. And the school teachers, we have communication with the teachers. Whenever the parents meeting, parents, teachers meeting conducted, our team members go and attend the meeting on behalf of the child. So we do hear from the teachers how the child is doing better or not, whether there should be additional support is required, all these things we are monitoring. That sounds awesome. You know, listening to you, I've been wondering, asking myself about the motivations you had. What was or is your personal drive? How did you end up working in prison? I have my undergraduation in philosophy. Philosophy means it is a very good argumental skill logical thinking, aesthetics thinking, ethical thinking, 
all these components are comprised as a philosophic subject so i have some ethics ethical studies and i have aesthetics thinking i can see beauty in ugly also people will say this is ugly but i see some beauty in the ugly things so that is called aesthetics thinking and i have uh, logical thinking what is happening why it is happening all the things so after think uh, after studying all this i want to apply this philosophical ideas into in human life everyday human life for that i chosen social work is much more uh, closely working with the people with the society so for that reason i have chosen my uh, masters in social work so then once i enter into this course i have come to know that there are many branches human resource management community development and medical and psychiatric social work these are the branches inside in the social work so i chose psychiatric social work medical and psychiatric social work it is more and more working with the psyche of a person the psychological conditions of a person so in that way i got uh, got to uh, study opportunity to study about mental health of a person because by looking at me you may think that i am a very strong person but i do i may have a depression i may have a suicidal thinking i may have a sexual deviant behavior you may not see unless otherwise you closely observe and closely talk to me so the mental health studies have opened up different windows for me to see a person in a different perspective so such way i have inspired to study about psychiatric social work as my specialization even when i gone in deeply to study about psychological mental health aspect of a, a person i come to know the why a person kills another person if one animal want to kill another animal it may be for food or otherwise for safe safeguarding or protecting from attack but human being only kills other person for jealous for money for sexual needs for power mm-hmm. the uh, dog will not yeah one dog will not kill another dog for sexual need but person raping another woman animal will not rape it is not called a rape its sexual satisfaction completed it it's go away but person only murder and under alcohol none of the animals animals will not drink alcohol human drinks consume <laughs> alcohol under the influence yeah, yeah. of alcohol he kills someone else what is this so i want to know about the psychological deviation so with this uh, curiosity i have visited a prison and uh, talked to the prisoners where only i come to know that the prisoner has some set of problem but more than that problem the children facing numerous problem which is not at all told if you go to a uh, prison if you talk to 100 prisoners you will identify some 10 common issues but the same person goes to meet the children the children list 100 problems 
each child has a different different problem but the prisoners have some 10 problems but it is all same problem common problem but the children unique problem so with this uh, uh, experience i want to support the children not the prisoners in the way of support provided to the children the prisoners also get benefited indirectly the direct beneficiary it's a win-win. Is, yes the direct beneficiary is children but indirect beneficiaries are prisoners and the prison department and the government and the society as a whole yeah yeah this is a really holistic view uh, point of view i mean it's like looking in, uh, like like everyone gets gets something gets gets a win and that's uh, that's really cool i remember reading a paper you wrote with a colleague of yours you um, described in detail in this paper how reintegration becomes a huge challenge due to various factors in the same paper you said that the family can only experience emotional healing if the children can resume a relationship with their father what is this about the father and child relationship can uh, is rebuilt after 10 years of gap that time the child have certain expectation towards their father if my father comes out from the prison he may do like this like this uh, the child has uh, the son or daughter has some expectation the same way the father also have some expectation that my child will uh, fulfill my desire like this in childhood i could not do this but now i wanted to do this for my child like that there are so different expectation from both side to connecting this expectation some uh, experts should interfere i mean intervene so that expertise are from our side we provide support and uh, we facilitate the first initial stage the father will stay as he wanted the child will stay as they wanted then later slowly they start to build relationship we we facilitate that relationship slowly built up not overnight you are you are coming out from prison and your child is ready to accept you as you are not like that you slowly that's build not, that's not possible yes slowly the connection established we say you you talk to your father every day morning and whenever you come from school or college you talk to your father not about his past life because past life is most traumatized and sometimes fearful uh, sometimes it is uh, hating uh, hateful things you don't talk about the past you talk about the future the present the past is past you are not going to gain anything out of the past life you talk about the future how you want to see your father or how you want to show or uh, live before your father you you talk about these things and you take your father to some place where you feel like beach or temple or some tourist place and spend your time with your father but again don't talk about the past you can talk you can uh, ask 
the past life question, but not at this moment. Later, some five years, you can slowly ask. Then your, your father will feel comfortable to talk all these things to you, but not at this moment. Yeah, you have to build, you, I think you have to build this trust. You have to start building um, this relationship which you were supposed to build a few years back, but you couldn't. So that's, it's like you have to go slowly, step by step. Yes, yes. So you are talking, um, when I hear you talking, I hear a lot about the father and a lot about he. What about, what about the women? Are you also working with women who are in prison and, or, or is not a topic at all? We have started very recently to work with the women prisoners, not earlier. In fact, the last uh, one and a half years only, we started to work with the women prisoners. We support some women prisoner children. And uh, the difference between male prisoner and women prisoner, the women prisoner are not easily accepted by the society. If I am a woman, if I been charged with a crime or I commit a crime. The society is not accepting as my counterpart, the male person has also committed the same kind of crime and same kind of charges. The male person can be easily accepted by the family and the society. But in female prisoner case, the society and the family members themselves are not accepting the woman. Okay, she may be committed by circumstance or by pressure or some other reason, mm -hmm. they are not accepting. Because women means they are, they should not do this and that. Male can do. Male may be. Oh. But women should not, not at all commit. How dare you to commit? If you committed such a crime, you are not no longer eligible to live outside the prison. For uh, some, uh, for a specific case, I can mention one of the women have been arrested for a murder case. She was granted bail by the court. Only thing is, she need to produce surety of two person that this woman comes out from prison. She will attend the court properly for every hearing. Two surety should be produced. I mean guarantee. Two persons should give guarantee that she will attend court whenever the court asked her to appear. But in women case, the surety nobody was willing to come as a surety. Though the court granted bail that you are you are eligible to go out of the prison, subjected to two sureties. If it is a male person the same kind of crime and is arrested and the court granted bail, immediately they can arrange a surety of two persons. But for a female case, they are not coming. So you are trying to, to, to change that? Yeah, we are, we are uh, trying to advocate for their equal rights that the women also can be tried. Their case, see, remand, uh, keeping the person as a suspect is not a criminal. The court has to decide. The, the deciding fact, time will uh, 
take a lot of time. So you are innocent woman... until proven the contrary. Yes. So until then, she may be eligible to come out of the prison, but nobody is willing to give surety, and they decide themselves if a woman arrested means she is a criminal. Even the court may acute after two three years. She is not a criminal. She is not proven guilt. She may be released, but once arrested itself, the society and the relatives believes that she is a criminal. She should not come out. So I imagine for the kids of these, I imagine for the kids of these women, it's more difficult to to be in the society. Yes, and once she released, also many the the family broken. The husband maybe. File a divorce petition because he is charged of a crime, and I don't want to live with her. He may file a divorce petition, and then she may get a divorce, and he 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 will get married with another woman. This woman have to live as a single. So that time the other people, other male person, wanted to use her. Hey, she is a criminal already. Why I can I can attempt with her? Some kind of abuse oh yeah i think i think you should i mean uh, what, from what you're telling is like um the society in this case the indian society needs in this particular topic like a work more deep in the yes. roots not only yes. like trying to help but also trying to 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 change the way the people think how how can you do that are you doing that at all Yes, we are slowly starting up to concentrate on women prisoners' issues. Women prisoners are not availing their parole, fifteen days parole. If I am a woman arrested for a crime, and my crime was proven by the court and given punishment, conviction, that I I am I am sentenced to life imprisonment, and I am eligible for a fifteen days parole as my male prisoner getting. For that also, there is no family members willing to apply for parole for a woman prisoner. I filed Right to Information Act. I filed a petition to all the women prison. How many women have availed this 15 days parole? They say zero. The same question That's sent amazing. to male prisoner. Male prison, they say. Thousand prisoners are allowed on parole this year. This year we have allowed sixteen six hundred prisoners. Like that, there is numbers, but when it comes to women prison, mm. it is zero. We asked, what is the hindrance hindrance point that the women are not allowed for parole? They say no, no application comes from the family. Yes, of course. If the family thinks that you committed a crime and you are not worthy anymore, nobody is going to do it. At least you are advocating for it. Yes, but again, I want to stress my uh, important point here. We are not again working for the prisoners. We are working only for the children, and reintegrate with the reformed person with their children. Many people think that uh, when we talk about all this issue, we are working for the prisoner. Not we. We are primarily working with the children. Additionally, working with the prisoners, and additionally working with the prison reforms, the systemic reformation 
to reduce yeah, the crime rate. Of course, rate. if you want to, if you want to guarantee that the kids are, that the children are safe, the parents should be safe. Yes, yes. You find so much passion working with children of incarcerated parents. What is it that comes to your mind first when thinking of these children? Initially, I had a thought of I want to become a, a great IAS officer in the country. And I want to be a very efficient police officer. I want to be a very best uh, judge in the Indian court. But I want to be a great dancer, great uh, actor. All of the things I wanted to <laughs> become, but I cannot be a, all this field. I cannot be expert. But now I can. How? By creating the children and giving opportunity for the children, I can sure. Maybe after ten years, I can have five efficient police officer among the children. I can see now uh, three of our students are studying, aspiring for law to study law. They want to become a judge. I have encouraged, been encouraging them, and you have to think like this if you want to become a judge. You have to study like this. You don't be biased, prejudice, stereotype. Don't think by first instance. You don't think someone as a accused. He may be charged false. So for for that, you first think about your father. He is a criminal by court, but by virtue, he is a victim of the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, your father is not a born criminal. By circumstance, by pressure, by emotional imbalance, he might have committed. But what is now is reformed. You accept him as your father. In this in this birth, he is the only person your father. You cannot have uh, uh, five father, ten mother, who deliver you one mother, one father. But there may be stepfather, stepmother, uncle, auntie. But your father, biological father, may be one person. Biological mother is one. You cannot uh, given birth by two women. Only one woman. That is your mother. So whoever is your mother, you accept and help them to be a better father, better mother. So such a way, I am uh, now what I see from my children whom I am supporting. I see them very brilliant. Even if they want to become a tea master, preparing tea, they are the best tea master in that in their uh, place. They have to have ethics. You can earn. Any amount of money, but you have to satisfy your consumer, whom you are want, whom through whom you are earning money. That people, the consumer, end user, should feel happy about it, the service you provide. Even you may be police, 
you may be a judge you may be a doctor but every service goes to the people public that public should feel very happy about your service so so this uh, satisfaction self satisfaction comes only through the dedicated service so i want to achieve through this children but again i am not forcing or insisting any of my thought inside in the in the child i give chance variety of chance to the children if a child want to be a hockey player football player go ahead you are the better player i will arrange all the opportunity to enhance your skill set in your interested area but i cannot play football because i am a disabled person but i can see my child playing mm-hmm. so this is the dream one if i remember uh, if i think about my children uh, whom i am supporting i feel now i am 35 years old i have uh, supported uh, uh, boy and girl now they are 27 years they have completed their undergraduate and post graduation now they are working they are saying that i am their father figure i'm just like uh, some 5 years elder than that uh, boy they say you you are my father figure if i say who is your father i will say you that's is awesome you are my well wisher i'm just 5 mm-hmm. years older than them and how about the community out there is there something you want to tell them for the crowd and the people who are listening to this broadcast i want to say one thing that any crime happen in your locality rather showing sympathy you show empathy towards the children empathy in the sense give comfortness the uh, psychological comfortness for the child that it is happened don't worry we are all with you we will help you to grow better and assist you like that this approach will reduce the damage the collateral damage see damage happens in a crime damage happens not only to person or three person it happens to the child and families relatives society as a whole so by giving this comfortness we can reduce the damage collateral damage which may happen through a crime so we cannot reach out everyone but we can reach at least one thank you raja what you are telling is really impressive and i think the passion you have goes right to the heart at least to my heart dear listeners please follow the global network for equality on facebook or its homepage volunteer and donate i think any cent and action helps to guarantee a care and love giving future to the ones left behind when parents are incarcerated thanks a lot and this is for this week raja is the founder of global network for equality he has helped several hundreds children of incarcerated parents he aims to create an equal society free of stigmatization 
where every child is given opportunities to grow. If you want to know more, pay a visit at genequality.org. You'll find the stories of the Cantari alumni and the giraffe heroes, the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcast. And of course, if you subscribe, you don't have to look out for us. We'll be coming to you. If there is a friend, a family member, an organization, or someone you know who is doing a great work in the community, someone sticking her, his its neck out, just nominate them as a giraffe hero or tell us about them. Come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Gialdurañona, and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. But more importantly, I hope you join us again next week. Stick Your Neck Out, the weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. 